back to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at The Whatnots. It is Saturday, January 15th, 2022. Coming up on today's show, we're kind of playing catch up on some news from the past couple of weeks here. So we're hitting some of the highlights, including, if you have not heard, E3 is switching to an all digital event again this year. The PSVR 2 got announced and more, but we'll get to that in just a bit. My name is Kyle Springer and I am joined by Alan Busby. Alan, what's up? Oh, hello. Hello. Hello, hello, indeed. And returning guest, Calvin Demas. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Happy to be here, as always. Hell yeah, we are happy to have you, dude. It's it's strange, because, like, you and I, we've spoken on Discord and stuff. Mm-hmm. You've been here mm-hmm. on multiple cross-play sh- shows before, but I haven't met you until now. And yeah, that is correct. It, I've always been gone or sick or who knows what. Um, and yeah, it's it's good to, to actually meet you and get to talk some video games for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So how 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 has your week been? What, what have you been up to up to up to this week besides video gig games? So my day job um, is in digital marketing. Um I work okay. in search engine optimization, and it's just been getting everything in my day job going for 2022. Um, as far as something more video game adjacent, I've been trying to figure out where I want to go with my TikTok plan. I started launching um, TikTok videos covering the video hey. game news in like a very short, like, hey, here's what the news story is. Here's why it matters. The end. And cool. so figure out, you know, what I want to do with that. Oh, yeah. We just started our tiktok here at the whatnots nothing so sophisticated as uh like here's the news and here's why it matters <laughs> it's just here's our here's our little short clip watch our podcast please <laughs> stuff like that so yeah good luck with that dude that's 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 bold new frontier all that stuff alan what's up with you and your cat that just uh jumped up behind you on the couch oh yeah he'll he'll, c- he'll probably lay on the blanket so <laughs> this is another side note. So, like, obviously, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, I've been I was sick for quite a long time, like just right at holiday time for like several weeks. And I actually had a haircut scheduled during that time. But since I was sick, I was like, well, I'm not going to go out in public. I'm not going to get my stylist sick. I'm not anything else. So I very yeah. like on the video version stream, I very obviously need a haircut at this point. But um, and I'm very I'm very clearly not sick anymore, obviously. But. I'm kind of just going to let it grow until it just bothers me again, which won't take very long because my <laughs> hair doesn't grow long. It grows thick, so Same it won't man. take it won't take very long, but we're going to see how strong the willpower is, which is not very much. Yeah, you, you, you guys both got this like cow wave, wave fl- flip <laughs> thing here in front. That's right. Yep. yep. Yeah. There but Calvin, I, is, I, it, is yours natural or is it product? It's a mixture of both. Um, so I actually just got my hair cut yesterday. It's funny that you bring that up. But yeah, before I got it cut, it was like, and then I was like, hey, I kind of like the wish, but like a little bit more stylized. He's like, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, this this is like years of training. It kind of it kind of goes this shape when I wake up, but the product definitely refines it for sure. See, I never use product. <laughs> this is just what my hair does. Because yeah. I have this like I have this like giant massive colic right here. Mm-hmm. that just keeps all of my hair up right there 
So like if I need I mean, a horse, kind of nifty though, because like it's not yeah. getting in your eyes, like it's yeah. not like all sweaty and get you know you know it's just like let's just stay out but, of there. Like so like on the stream, that's why you see like it's up here, but then like because my <laughs> hair is getting longer, that's why you see it just kind of like goes down the wave there because my colic, my colic is just such a big source of strength that it just holds up most of my hair on its own. Really yeah, doing the most I, for see, sure, doing the most work. I it's putting in the work. I have two cowlicks on each side but they're small and so th uh, there's okay. just not much that i can do and so it's just like i'm just gonna put it straight down like it's just down boring yeah that's just me you know boring yeah it takes it takes a lot of product <laughs> to make my hair go the other way like i put so much product to make my hair wave back the other way which looks good but it doesn't like you see without any product my hair just mm -hmm. wants to go back that way so it just goes it just it like a surfing wave there it goes there you go. There you go. Uh, well, last little bit of update before we get into the bulk of the show. Have you guys heard of this show, Yellow Jackets? I saw you tweeting about it. Yeah, what is same. that, Kyle? Yes. So I am a huge fan of Lost. That's one of my favorite okay. sh shows of all time. Uh, I actually saw Patrick Klepek tweeting about this sh sh show. I think he was responding to Lucy J James or who knows what. But he was tweeting about the show and was like, I know you guys have said that this sh show re really reminds you of la 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 Lost. But I finally started watching it. I am two episodes in and holy shit. Why was I not watching this <laughs> sooner? It's a show on Showtime and it, yeah, it really, really reminds me of Lost. Like they pay a lot of homages to that. But it's about this uh, high school girls soccer team that is on their way to nationals and their plane crashes in, I believe, the Canadian wilderness. Um, and, and see, they 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 stole our our our, uh, our space base thing that you guys heard at the start of the stream, maybe. Uh, All right, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. So they 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 crash in Canada and they are trapped there for eighteen months, and that happens in like nineteen ninety six, and then the second half of the show takes place in more modern day times, twenty five years later. And so the in modern day times, like they're trying to keep it a secret of like what happened to them and all that stuff and all oh, the craziness yeah. that went d -d 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 down. Okay. And it turns out that it, they went all like Lord of the Flies and turned cannibals. Whoa. Uh, OK. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and so they like ended up escaping somehow or like getting back into a normal life but now someone has found out and is starting to like black mail them and Ooh. stuff like that so it's okay. just it's it's a wild show um the the finale so we're recording this on saturday night the finale for season one is tomorrow night um Ooh. okay so i'm i'm stoked i'm all caught up that's what i've been doing today it's a great show i you, re re recommend it you mentioned What's on the captain's log you mentioned on the captain's log are you gonna try to beat your record for how much time you spent watching tv this year versus last year Ooh, yeah uh i i i'm not necessarily trying to beat the record 
but I am trying to like log all of my stuff to see how, <laughs> I, how, how much time I spent on my ass wasting my life watching movies and TV and comics and <laughs> stuff oh, like that. Man. So yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Um, the show is on Showtime. Um, okay. so Showtime. you might have to pay an, an extra bit to, you know, you know, get the show, Showtime app or get the, uh the thing on hulu or stuff like that but i think there's also a free one month trial if you haven't used it so now would be the time if you're so it's it's nowhere else as of right now no because it's still premiering yeah 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 okay so okay but it it is good I recommend it it is a kyle ass kyle show it is good (laughs) show I don't know why you yeah. remind me of that. So like I remember recently um Amy found out that was it Final Destination five or one of them was on Netflix or something. Mm-hmm. And she was like, hey, Final Destination, because like I really like Final Destination three a whole bunch. And she booed up and watched it. And man, I don't know if like they're all that bad, but like I was watching it and like I remember F uh FD three being really good. And especially one and two, especially. But man, watching five, I was like, this movie kind of like sucks. Like, it's kind of bad. Interesting. Like, I, I, I'm kind of I'm afraid to go back and watch my old ones and be like, I don't want the be, I don't want to watch it and be like, yeah, these are kind of bad. Some sometimes it's just best to leave it to nostalgia. Just be like, man, I really liked that back in the, the, that day. But let's, you know, let's let's watch something else. <laughs> Yeah, that's what Space Jam was. Amy never watched Space Jam, so I had her watch it. And she was like, this movie's trash. She was like, this movie sucks. And I was like, you know what? It, it, it is. No, this movie's a banger. And my childhood revolves well, around it. Because well, she, she was complaining. Me. She was like, she's like, this movie is so stupid. Like, this movie's so bad. And I told her, well, like, I don't know. Like, I remember it being good. Like, well, back then, Amy, it was really good. And I'm like, and I'm just like, and I'm just sitting here looking like a damn fool. Like, no, trying, trying to defend it. What was her thoughts on the soundtrack, though? Like, that's what it really is she, like the defining question. She did not mention the soundtrack. That's that could be a good thing because it wasn't bad. She didn't bring it up. Uh, no news is good news, as I'm always told. Right? <laughs> so well, let's start talking about some video games and all of that uh, stuff. Calvin, let's start with you. What have you been playing? Let's do it. I've been I, jumping actually, around actually, a lot. I, I, through, go ahead. Hold on one sec. I we're so we've not done a regular show in some time that I like I I am starting to forget all of the stuff that 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 we do here. But we we have a, a a jingle that we play for what we've been playing. There we go. So Calvin, what have you been playing? <laughs> uh, so I've been jumping around through Game Pass, um, but the most recent thing I I picked repicked back up. Uh, was Yakuza Like a Dragon. So okay. I've pl- only played through Yakuza 0. I know the other games are fantastic. I know that whole series of Yakuza games is fantastic. But I know Like a Dragon was divisive because it had the RPG um, turn-based combat. But I right. I like it. I think it feels fast. I think it... Uh, I'm only early on, so it's nothing like... I'm not really having to like think and coordinate. I really have one character to manage. But I, if you haven't played that game, just like a heads up, like the first hour or two 
uh, is a little slow, it seems like. And there's like this really like gut punch of backstory for a character that oh. I was not expecting. Mm. I was like, oh, this is this is this is heavy, Doc. Like, what's what's going on here? Uh, which is Yakuza games. They get deep. They get heavy. They get crazy. Sure. Um, so I'm the excited phone, to get into like the wacky game. parts of it, though. The phone sex minigame. I always freak, I always remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've I've only played uh yakuza one and yeah they're, they're they just have some ridiculousness in those kick games they're so much fun i i remember doing one quest where you're like talking with this girl who works at this like bar all she you know she she's a she's a sex worker and at the end of the the quest she rewards you with like this live action video of her in this like scantily clad it just it's basically a soft corn solo or soft core solo porn uh and i was just sitting there like what what is this game this is wild (laughs) it's ridiculous so I mean, rest in peace, Ignacio. Like, I started Yakuza 0, and I got, like, halfway through, and then I never went back to it. I own Like a Dragon, haven't started it. I don't own Judgment, but I own <laughs> Lost Judgment, and haven't started that one. So Ignacio would be super upset. So. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how, how far are you in on Yakuza? You said you're still at the start. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm maybe, like, level five, maybe two or three hours. I mean, I'm super, super early okay. in, so I know, like, that those games can be meaty if you do all the side quests, do all the content. You don't have to, obviously. You don't, If you don't want to build race cars as a side quest, you don't have to, but you right, totally yeah. can. What blew me away, though, is that it has, is this isn't anything new, but they have some of the old Sega titles that you can play in full function in the game. Like, I think mm-hmm. Lost Judgment has Sonic Fighters, which is like a super rare Sonic the Hedgehog fighting game. It's, it's awful, but it's super rare. It's hard to find. Um, actually have played the arcade cabinet, uh, which is really cool to brag about. But uh, yeah. and nice, like nice. a dragon, humble, humble brag, humble brag. Yeah. And uh, like a dragon, they have Virtua Fighter two and five. And I'm not, you know, too keen on like what time for most of the games came out in. The Virtua Fighter five looks like 360 PS3. So it's wild to play. A PS3 360 game, I may not be right on that, within a new game that's like emulating it. It's just like the way that technology works is just super bonkers to me. It's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I can't believe you're two cool. hours in and you're level five. Like, what <laughs> What even is that level to t- time ratio? He's exploring, dude. There's a lot of cutscenes. <laughs> There's a lot of cutscenes. <laughs> You leveled up four times in two hours. I don't know. I need my money back. <laughs> no, I mean that's why. That's why I have Game Pass. No, though. I know. Ah, best deal in gaming. Hey, I, 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 I actually so like to to segue as a small story. I saw someone get harassed on Twitter that I follow and follows me that she was enjoying Game Pass a lot, and somebody was like adding her of like, "Oh, you're a fake gamer. You're playing games from the past and stuff." So like, you know, me, I did the bad thing. I jumped, I jumped in, not like aggro style, but I was like, I was like, dude, even as a Sony fanboy, like even I admit Game Pass is like such a, it is literally such a good deal that like I'm legit kind of jealous of it. But like Game Pass is great because there's nothing better than playing old games of the past. And the person replies to me of PlayStation fanboy, you also sound like a fake gamer. Like, all right, we're done here. I'm not going (laughs) to respond to that. God, the console wars. Console wars. I will say to that real quick. 
is you do get new games on, on Game Pass as well. Yeah. Like Halo yeah. and Forza were brand new games that you didn't have to pay a dollar for if you already had Game Pass. So it's yeah. not just old games. It's new, new games, games too. too. Such a good deal. There you go. Good stuff. Uh, have you been playing something else or has Yakuza been the one that's captured your att- your att- your attention? So well, I haven't played I haven't played a Yakuza. I, I've actually been um still adjusting that third shift and doing a lot of other personal stuff. I've actually been working through my backlog of games that I've been buying on sale over like the last year and a half. And I kudos, I got through like a good seven of them and then I bought nine more. So, you know, I'm actually two more in the hole. So it's great. Okay. <laughs> um, the only two I really want to mention is I actually just finished Blasphemous. I actually just got the platinum for that game. And man, what a strange game that was. So I don't know too much about the lore, but like Blasphemous, like the story is kind of like pilgrimage, like about a pilgrimage, miracles, kind of biblical references and religious like symbolism. And like, I'm not a very religious person myself. So like I see things in the game and I have no idea what's happening. I get items <laughs> that have like a lore option and they have like a bit of lore description before you get to the ability. And literally I'll get a new item and it'll have like a service level lore. And it's just me scrolling to the bottom to be like, what's its effect? And people will be like, oh yeah, the Holy Father and the first miracle. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, can I just get my ending already? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. But the gameplay game is interesting. Yeah, the gameplay is super solid. Kind of reminds me of Hollow Knight and only in the fact that like Blasphemous came out and the devs added a lot of like like they added some like optional bosses, extra content, more items, extra areas, which is That's super cool. fan is super fantastic. Like they update things where they rearrange levels, they rearrange like um, positions of enemies or re- like rebalance like some of the damage. The game is really great. The combat is super addicting, but yeah, just that story and lore just, it just, I feel like the, the kids in, uh, um, the Charlie Brown show where the adults talk. What was that giant baby? So we're, we're, we're showing the like trailer of, of this game on here. And there's like a giant baby with a blindfold and his eyes were bleeding. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's oh, like, yeah, this the game. cone on his face. Yeah, it's super strange. It's okay. super strange looking. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, weird. It's got yeah. really good sprite art, though. Oh yeah, the like, sprite fantastic. art is fantastic. The game looks really good. Yeah, there's a there's a cutscene at the very beginning of the game where you beat the first boss, and um, you kill the boss, and there's a cutscene of your character with his helmet, where the boss is bleeding, and your character takes off their helmet. He fills it with blood. And then he puts it back on, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> like, just smile and wave. Just yeah, just <laughs> be like, all right, let's go to the next boss. But yeah, that's Blasphemous. Um, I'm actually done with it, so I'm not playing it anymore. But yeah, really, really great game. Cool. Uh, the only other one I want to mention that I don't have a lot of, lot in is Amy and I have been kind of teaming up, where I play a single player game of my own, and then her and I play a game together. She wanted, we just finished River City Girls together. So Amy pitched, we play Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch from 2011. And man, we started, we're only like an hour and a half in. We're still technically in like the beginning prologue stuff, like very early on. So Amy played our first day of it. So when we played again, I play it. And let me tell you, like I'm playing this game and I can't tell you how many times I've grown because the game just is so outdated. It's kind of obnoxious. 
the character that's giving you all this exposition exposition is just aggressively annoying that i'm like oh my god how long is this game we're playing this uh have have, have you played the second one no uh, amy I was, did okay amy played the second one she didn't finish it so she wants to play the first one i didn't gotcha. play either gotcha. of okay. them i tried playing nino kuni back when it came out and i got maybe like a, a day's worth of sessions a day worth of a session into it and i just was like yeah this isn't working chief and i was out Man, like, Interesting. I know it. I know it's a product of its time, but like, I get so annoyed when a character's like the main character Ollie you play as. The character will go, Ollie, we have to, we have to go find you a wand, and it's that very exaggerated anime thing where Ollie goes, like he like excessively okay. bobs his head, like like Let's like do it, stop, <laughs> like stop, like literally half his body bends over, like please stop. You don't Mino need to Kuni do that. is about the. Friends you make along the way. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so I I don't know how long the game will take, and the hours I feel like I'm gonna suffer. I don't even know if I want to actually spend more time going for the platinum. I, Probably not. I feel like from what I remember hearing about that game, it's generally well liked, but there are some mixed feelings in there of like, okay, this system is not the you know the best, but. I think I also remember hearing like halfway in, like it switches the gameplay style, right? It, I, I, or is I have that no idea. Nino Kuni 2? There's, there's, I, one, I don't know. One I think becomes more of like a Pokemon, like collector, like you get. These oh, ne- no, Nino Kuni already feels like it's Pokemon. You're already trying to collect these okay. familiars and you literally okay. send it out in battle in place of you. And I was like, hey, look, it's Pokemon. Interesting. Yeah, I, I haven't played them, but I, I also know that people really enjoy the art in that since it looks or since the first one, uh, Studio Ghibli helped yeah. out on the, the artwork. Yeah, the, so at least the, the animated the animated cutscenes look really good, but like the in-game cutscenes look. Yeah, you can tell it's old. It's uh, it didn't age very well. I don't I don't think so. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah, that's uh, what I've been playing. I've been jumping around in Game Pass too, much like Calvin here. Um, Such I've been playing game. the gunk, the gunk, the I one that, that I was hoping on our our fa- our fantasy league would get me some some extra p- points and nudge me up there. Didn't really get me all that much, but uh, I had fun. I, I had fun with the the gunk. It's a short one. It, the gameplay is kind of whatever to be honest it, it like it's not challenging it's not difficult it's not intricate it's not like it's not one that i think feels necessarily great to play but it is a very chill experience it is calming it's it, it's just fun to just kind of run around in the world and suck up all of this gunk and then when you do like new life springs out in the yeah. area you're in and it's short too so just like i i hey i spent an, an afternoon playing that and it was good it was good i'm pretty sure calvin said it was like a really good like cleaning simulator kind of I did. Yeah, I said, if you're the kind of person that likes, I don't know if I said this on Twitter, but I remember telling my girlfriend that if you like those like Dr. Pimple Popper videos or like anything that's like <laughs> those gross videos of people's bodies getting cleaned out, like uh, whether it be like their ears or whatever. I like that stuff because it's like you see the body cleanse. It's kind of the same vibe where you're like Kyle just said, you're cleansing the area it becomes shiny and brand new. Um, but yeah, if you like, what was it? Uh, power washing simulator. 
definitely yeah. check out the gunk. <laughs> if if you wished power washing simulator had a story, like a sci-fi <laughs> story, uh, the gunk is for you. <laughs> this is the one. Yeah. Yeah, it like it was good. There's not many characters. There's not much combat. There's a few bosses. There's like one main boss and they're not even all that difficult. Um, it's 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 a pretty simple game. It goes by fast and I enjoyed it. Uh, so thank you, Game Pass, for the pleasant experience. You know, just Man. good. Good stuff with that i can't get those games for free i just buy everything on discount so i'm not i'm not like there but like man i wish <laughs> one day one Come day on, you'll Sony. get there uh on top of that don't have much to say with this one uh but i've been replaying the last of us 2 with my girlfriend uh we played through the first one last year uh and then we started to jump to the second one we made it most of the way uh and it turns out we only had like one more place session uh to do and we beat it this week so she got to experience all of the last of us um and man that is still one of my favorite games I love the story in that because I dislike some of the things like no game has made me feel the way I feel it's it's taken something that I loved and then just like made me not like it but in like a story way like mm -hmm. like it, it's just it's just like uh, I didn't at the end there when it's making you hit the button to do certain things I'm just like no I don't want to do this I hate this I don't want to why are you doing this and it's just it's so good but like it's it's interesting to hear her thoughts on the whole thing like because she just basically sat there and watched me play so it was just like a big movie to to her yeah but to yeah to hear to hear her thoughts versus like me actually playing it and be like man like the first time that i played the through this i hated this like i didn't like it at all but that's why i liked it in a strange way here and yeah it's it's just it's it's an interesting experience and uh i think we are starting to get excited for the hbo show which i know we will have an update uh with at the end of the podcast here kyle uh, i might i might be heart i might be heartless i've i've always like, heard that mm, story hit the button I've I've always right. I've always heard that story of people just struggling of doing that thing at the end of the game where you have to hit the button and maybe I'm heartless like it's it's still like a moment but like when the game's like yeah hit this button to attack okay you're telling me to do it let's let's do it the the thing for me is it's not it's not a game like Telltale or Life is Strange where it's like you get dialogue yeah. options and and you have to pick which one you want and you can build your character that way. The character that I fell in love with is someone who yeah. made their own choices and yeah. did stuff like that. So when they're forcing me to do this one thing that I disagree with, like I don't yeah. want that character in that situation or doing that stuff to, to force me to hit that button is just like, ah, mm, OK. Uh, but it feels so good woo. to hit the button. It feels so good to hit the button. <laughs> I, I I know what you mean, but uh, yeah, for, for for me it was just tough. And then to get I just to play I just like games like the last ones too and stuff because like, uh. like I had this conversation I think with a friend 
I I prefer games when they have quote unquote bad endings. Like I like when things don't resolve cleanly. I don't really like games anymore sure. when things are like, oh yeah, we saved the day, every the world is fixed, and blah blah blah. Like and they I like older games and I like when games have that like, yeah, we're done. Think things are still not good. Like, oh, we lost stuff. Like I like those kind of somber, sad endings. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. More I feel like they're more memorable. Or they yeah. sit with me longer. They they can be. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yep. Uh well there you go. That's that's all I've been been playing this week. I'm hoping to dive back into Pokemon uh Brilliant Dead Diamond, which I still haven't beaten yet. Uh but I wanna get that one done before Arceus or Arceus or whatever the hell it is. Uh Artichoke comes out. Remember? Artichoke. <laughs> Legends of Artichoke. Pokemon Artichoke. Pokemon's uh, Legend of Artichoke. There you hey, go. So, and Nailed somewhere it. it's legend Legends of Avocado. I don't know. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, Well, we will take a quick break for housekeeping, uh, and then we will be right back and dive into the news of the week. So we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots, and we'd love it if you would check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters, especially those at the $5 tier. So thank you to Sam so much. Thank you a lot. We appreciate it. It means a lot uh, that you have been supporting us for so long. So thank you. I can't do it. Yeah. You you were trying to make a heart with your hands and you failed miserably. (laughs) I can't. It's too hard. There you go. There you go. Uh, cool things that we have been up to here at the Whatnots uh, just yesterday on Crossplay, or no, on the ca- ca- Captain's on, on what? here on, on Crossplay what? right now. We had a podcast without you. No. Um, a back-to-back special. Uh, yeah, no, on the Captain's Log, we started planning out uh, some of the fun things that we might do uh, on that sh- show this year, including how, so l- 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 last year we did a, like, Japanese Kit Kat taste test thing where we just ate a bunch of those weird flavors. This year, we're g- getting astronaut food. Uh, so I-, I think that's what we're going to do and try a, b- a bunch of, like, frozen astronaut food stuff things that they do there uh so we'll we'll get to do that that's gonna be fun we planned out another uh we planned out another fantasy giraffe uh i think this year it's gonna be the best 
opening TV show credits. Uh, I know, pick pick which ones we think are the best and stuff like that. So that'll be fun. I mentioned Yellow Jackets at the top top of the show. I think uh, Melissa and I will be doing a season one spoiler cast uh, on that this week. So be on the lookout for that. And for the review show this week, we watched a movie called The Power of the Dog. Uh, which is now on Netflix, starring Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, not a movie I thought I was going to like. They kind of pu- pull the rug out from under you at the end of this in an interesting way, and it made me like it. Uh, it, it yeah, it, I, I don't want to spoil it. I like it's hard to like say much, but it is a western. Benedict Cumberbatch is a cowboy. He's kind of an asshole the entire film, but apparently this got a four-minute standing ovation in some film festival that they were showing it at. Uh, So that is what we watched this week for the review show. So be on the lookout for all of that stuff, too. But with that, let's get on to the news. Here we are. I could not hear that. <laughs> yeah, I, I also I that's one of the things that I still need to do this year is make sure all of our animations for that actually are timed correctly and do all of that stuff, because the ones that I have been using aren't. <laughs> they were just like, oh, shit, uh, we need some here. Go. <laughs> so we'll be working on that. Uh, but let's see. Video game news. Let's talk about some video game news. Number one on our list here, E3 shifts to online-only events because of Omicron concerns. This is coming from Dean Takahashi over at VentureBeat, who writes, The Entertainment Software Association is shifting the Electronic Entertainment Expo to an online-only event out of concerns around the pandemic. Quote, Due to the ongoing health risks, surrounding COVID-19 and its potential impact on the safety of exhibitors and attendees, E3 will not be held in person in 2022, the ASA said in a statement to GamesBeat. Uh, why did I put... Uh, no, yeah, because I guess GamesBeat is... Venture Beats game division. That would that would make sense. Okay, cool, great, cool. Uh, we we remain incredibly excited about the future of E3 and look forward to announcing more details coming soon. Calvin, let's start with you. Thoughts on E3 in general and it going to an all digital event again this year? Yeah, so I'd say from a an all encompassing view like there's so many events now i know jeff grubb's summer summer game mess kind of Mm -hmm. encompassed like here's what's the issue is there's so many things going on it needs to come together and i honestly thought that it it was gonna be digital this year anyways like just because with omicron kind of coming up um i i don't to me it almost feels like a smaller news story to me because i feel like this was almost like expected um, I get, I get why like, it's a big well deal, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I, I get, I get why, why it's a big deal and stuff. But it was a well done kind of moment for me. Um, but 
it's curious to we haven't heard anybody else like we haven't heard xbox say anything like oh here's what we're doing for uh during that e3 period nintendo's gonna do a direct we know that sony's been kind of doing their own thing so we don't really know like i guess the question everyone's asking is what does that mean for e3 right does e3 continue after this does it not does it need to continue because there's all these other events uh jeff Keeley's doing his summer fest thing and yeah I don't, I don't know uh i think the biggest thing is everything just needs to come together maybe not under e3 but under some umbrella because it needs I to mean, consolidate you watch different more. things and like you're like yes. uh yes consolidate is the perfect word consolidate please that's what we need alan thoughts it does, does does this like move the needle for you at all does this make you upset uh, or are you like man gamer rage are you it's gonna just give me three it's gonna be such a a fanboy uh complaint but like sony wasn't at e3 last year and since that's right uh, since that's where all my like my genres and games lie i didn't really care about e3 last year um yeah. and and even then like i've like Whenever I've experienced E3, I've always just watched the shows and presentations from my TV anyways. I know that's not like the digital only format, but that's I'm still enjoying it, like from the comfort of my own home or wherever I am. So like E3 being online, it doesn't really impact me. I mean, I applaud E3 and I'm, I'm kind of glad because apparently I also called it Omicron. I've always been calling it Omicron from Futurama. Like apparently that variant's been spreading super fast. So like. I'm glad that it's becoming digital just for the safety of all the people. Cause mm-hmm. as we all know, any big event stuff, there's always the post sickness that comes along and that's yep. a lot of people and a lot of a massive crowd of people to put at risk of getting sick. So it's a smart move. E3 being online doesn't matter to me. If PlayStation is not there, I care yeah. even less. Yeah. I, th- I think they were really hoping to, get back to a physical event especially yeah. with the way e3 has been going recently right i yeah. I, I think they're kind of fading out and they know it and yeah. this is a, potentially another big blow that said well, i i do think the show that they put on last year was, was fine was, it, it was, was good just that yeah it, it was actually good it's just that the conferences really aren't there like it was shows that i Mm -hmm. didn't necessarily care about and that's and that's because whenever they have the conferences you always have that great energy of people being on stage seeing the crowd reaction like i always remember when shenmue 3 got announced that one dude was just in tears he was so excited it's that raw energy you see from the conference that really elevates it and without that being online it's still good it just doesn't hit the same Right. Yeah. Nesting dolls in ch- in chat says digital is also accessible to more people. Yep. Digital cons is the future. Yeah. I mean, I I think so. I I kind of like the digital format uh, personally, but like we've said, like the video game just needs to figure out what they're doing with it yeah. is it summer games fest is it e3 is it games mess is g4 gonna be doing something yeah. i know ign was trying to do something like they just there's so many things and it's just a mess that it's just like guys can can y'all just be friends and, and yeah we're spreading we're, something it's out, really being please? spread too far out yeah. There's, just, yeah there's too much going on yeah in indeed indeed um so hopefully i mean hopefully it works out they 
say they will be announcing more details soon. Who knows exactly what that means? And, I know the app that they had last yeah. year was also a mess. Uh, a couple of us got in on that, and there was just nothing, and it was it was bad. It was real bad. Um, so plus, a, we'll plus, see. like even with E3, like one last thing, like most people really just care mainly about the game announcements. So like the the in-person conference is still exciting and all of that but like really at the end of the day i feel like the main thing most people a majority take away from e3 is just the announcements yeah basically so really you don't even need to see e3 like e3 can come and go and some people that's why you have ign all those things that are like all the announcements from x showcase and you just read that and you're all caught up exactly exactly so. Let's move on then. Uh, number two, PSVR 2 has been announced. We all knew it was coming. Uh, we all knew that it was going to be happening pretty soon here, but they, they announced it with uh, a bunch of new tech specs, uh, a new like PSVR Horizon Forbidden Virtual whatever experience. Um, all of that stuff. Let me let me switch us over to uh, this browser here. I think hopefully this is the right one. Can we go over there? Browser. Nope, that's giving me that guy. Uh, <laughs> we want. Like I'm, I'm reading internet this, man. browser. Yeah, I was hoping to pull up the PlayStation blog, but it is my computer is being funky and slow right now. Oh, don't spaz out on me now, computer. Like, Come like on. skimming through this, I don't see that it's cordless. That was maybe my question. Is it cordless? Yeah, like I don't a see that in here. And if it's not cordless, setup, then I don't, um, I don't, I don't is, know, man. Is what the thing said. I, th I think my <laughs> computer is starting to kick like, back up. I think our stream is all screwed up right now, but that's okay. We are yes. still recording, so we will soldier on here. Oh, I think no. I finally have the right w website to pull up. Here is the PlayStation blog. Uh, a couple of things that they highlight is the new visual fidelity. Uh, the PSVR 2 offers 4K HDR, 110 degree field of view. All that stuff, an OLED display. Uh, it says it uses a handset-based controller tracking, uh, so that could be kind of cool. I'm not sure, did, did it used to do something else on that? I'm not a big uh, VR so, guy, so I don't so know. I don't, I don't know what all this means, but like I don't have it anymore, but my sister has it still. Like The original one, you had to always use that uh, the PlayStation camera, and that's uh, kind of okay. what it would use to kind of sense your movements and stuff. So the the... Just to read it, the headset-based controller tracking. With inside-out tracking, the PSVR 2 tracks you and your controller uh, through integrated cameras embedded in the VR headset. Your movements and directions you look at are reflected in-game without the need for an external camera. Yeah, that's which is cool. nice. Which is which is nice. It's honestly pretty nice. Yeah, that but is then good. also I, mean, I, I think without... that also helps just to consolidate all the cohorts. You don't need an extra mm -hmm. thing like outside so of you. You just you know this. I maybe this is looking too much into it, but it says because it says without the need for an external camera, meaning you can still use one. Does that mean we're finally gonna use the PlayStation 5's camera? And if you don't, I wonder how well the tracking is gonna be with using just the headset, because I feel like it's gonna be a thing where yeah, with the camera, it's really good. But you don't need the camera. But then if you don't, it still works. But it's gonna, you're definitely going to notice it's not going to be as great. And you're going to sit there and be like, man, I, like, I don't need a camera. But like, I kind of need the camera. I, 
I don't know. I I feel like them saying there's no need for an external camera is just going to be them being like, yeah, we're just getting right of that one. But then, like, what's the PlayStation 5 camera literally fucking used for? <laughs> like, for streaming. Chat with your friends. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> streaming on on straight off of your PlayStation. Uh, um, I don't know. It, yeah. yeah. On, Strange stuff. Honestly, the one thing that like, I think is I, neat here. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just kidding. When I saw this, I sent this to my sister because, like I said, my sister and her husband, they have the PSVR and she loves it because they, they play Beat Saber all the time. Like, that's what that's what I, they yeah. play. But even when I sent this to her, she was excited for it. But even with this, I still recommend that if they're going to upgrade just to get like the like the quest, like the quest two, because since they mainly play Beat Saber with the quest, you can add all those custom tracks and stuff. And mm-hmm. you can't do that with PSVR. So like. While she's excited for this, I still feel like depending on what you're using it for, the quest is still probably the way to go. Probably. Here's Just, the one thing really that depends I think on what is you're doing. neat, though. Yeah. 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 Uh, this now has eye tracking. Uh, so with eye yeah. tracking, PSVR 2 detects the motion of your eyes. So a simple look in a specific direction can create an additional input for the game character. Uh, this allows players to interact more intuitively in new and lifelike ways, allowing for a heightened emotional response and enhanced expression that provide a new level of realism in gaming. That could be neat if they really figure that shit out. If I can just look up in a certain direction and it selects something or they oh, like the okay. shopkeeper is like, oh, you like my potions, oh. Like they're they're fifty bucks when then I look o- over there like oh you need a phoenix down Man. buy it here like <laughs> I would I'm not sorry. I would or, not or, 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 I would not want to like, go into a hey, shop dude, my eyes are up here like <laughs> I would not want to go into a shop and you look at something and you have the Kazam NPC going oh does that catch your eye you can get that on a good sale will you shut up I'm just trying to look. I, I mean, he might say it every once in a while. He doesn't need to say it all the time, right? I, or if you're yeah. checking him out, maybe he'd be sitting there like, no, I'm not for sale. But all of these things are. <laughs> I mean, I'll be, I'll be okay. Push, I'll, right? I'll be okay with it. If it's, if I'll, I'll only be okay with that if I'm playing Resident Evil 4 VR and I look at an item in the shop and the guy goes, what are you buying? Every time I'll be like, all right, I'm going to look at everything. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I, I George just like because I know they had the like Tony Stark VR experience thing, and just to have yeah. that like heads up display, and you can like yeah. look at things and select it that way. It's just, that that's gonna be fucking neat if they can really lock that down and make it work there. So good stuff, good which is stuff very exciting. That yeah, um, I still don't think I'll buy a PSVR two, but it's still like I like I'm I'm really curious to see like it in action. Yeah. I already have a yeah. quest. I got it for free, so uh um, Yeah, you don't, don't it doesn't matter one. to you. There you go. Lucky you. See, I you I'm could, I'm just not dip. into VR yet. I, I don't think it's gotten to a point where I like want to invest yet. Yeah. But right. we're we're getting there. Getting there soon. So I just feel, the future. I just I just feel like outside of Beat Saber, it's for me, it's not worth owning a, a VR. Like, B-Saber is, like, the one thing, but, like, that's one game. That's that's a big investment for, like, one game. Right. Yeah. So. 
Good stuff. Uh, well, let's move on to number three here. Take two by Zynga for $12.7 billion enterprise value. This one is also coming from Dean Takahashi over at VentureBeat. Uh, the stuff that I pulled from this one is kind of jumping around in what he wrote, uh, but he writes, Take two, Take two, the maker of Rockstar Games' Grand Theft Auto games, is buying mobile social game publisher Zanga for an enterprise value of $12.7 billion. The move will trigger a big consolidation in gaming, combining Take-Two's success in hardcore video games with its Rockstar Games label and San Francisco-based Zynga's strong position in mobile social games, such as words with with friends, Zynga Poker, and Empires and Puzzles. Take-Two said the deal will enable it to take more of its intellectual properties to the mobile game market. Alan, thoughts on this? Uh, I really don't have any. I mean, I'm not a big fan of mobile games. So, like, Zynga doesn't really do a whole lot for me. Like, I'm, I'm kind of curious. I mean, Amy's more of a mobile gamer than I am, so I'm sure. kind of more excited for her. But there's well, just something about-, about playing mobile games I just don't. What about Take Two's catalog? Like, I I think we're we're slowly starting to go into yeah. a place where cloud gaming is a thing, yeah. where mobile devices can be used to play console games and stuff. Like, that, is do do you think you would find yourself in a situation where you're wanting to play a more console experience on your phone on the go? I mean. Probably not like it's it's still pretty cool. Like I do like the whole X cloud where people can actually like have like the backbone and actually play games on their phone, like with that backbone sure, and stuff. Yeah. Like that's always cool to me. But like the only real places I go outside of my house is like I go to work and sometimes I go to a friend's house. But like if I'm at a friend's house, we're playing games on their thing and I can't really play games at work. Like I'm not really gonna like invest in a backbone and all those things to like play even like a Grand Theft Auto style of game or even like something like a console style experience on my phone on like a 30 minute break. Like that's just I really just use my phone to like look up stuff or like watch YouTube videos. So sure. yeah, it doesn't appeal to me, but I mean, it'd be kind of cool because Amy's on her phone a lot. So I know it'd probably be pretty cool if like she wanted to play a console game, but like I'm doing the podcast or if like I right. have friends over, she can actually play. So like she can play like a console game just from her phone like that would that would be great for her because that would make games more accessible to even her which would be great yeah good stuff calvin thoughts so the first thing i think that stood out to me is that take two has more than just gta i know it calls out gta it's the probably the easiest name people can gravitate towards but i just pulled up take two franchises there's 46 in total we're not going to list them all off but some standout ones, Borderlands, Civilization, Dora the Explorer. Um, <laughs> but we got yeah, MLB 2K. I can't 2K, wait to play Dora the Explorer on my phone. <laughs> things, you, got, you have a bunch of WWE games, XCOM. So there's quite a few Bioshocks in there as well. There's quite a few franchises they can pull from. Obviously, they have, well, they have GTA games on mobile already, so those probably yeah. wouldn't come. My concern would be, do they take these games and do they make shitty mobile games out of them? Do they are, yeah. okay, you're playing Bioshock, but you're having to control, um, 
I forget the name of the the undersea town, but you're having to control the undersea rapture, town. Rapture, and you're, you're doing the t- yeah. rapture. You're having to control rapture, and you're clicking on it to get gold coming back every hour. And you're putting big daddies in places to scare off people so you can make more gold or something like. I mean, something like that could be cool if it was done correctly. But if it is like mobile cash cow, quick grab, like that's what concerns me. I think what's interesting though is that. Take-Two and Zynga, I believe, are both publicly traded companies. Take-Two's stock went down when this news was up. Zynga's went up. Interesting. Oh. So, because people thought that this was a bad investment for Take-Two. But for Zynga, it's good because they're getting bought out, which shows that they have value. Yeah, probably, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, that is kind of fascinating. Yeah, I, I, I think we will probably see some, like bioshock mobile game not that necessarily exactly but yeah we will see some of their ip being brought to mobile experiences in the sense that they make a brand new game i also think this is a way for them to bring the full thing of like hey you guys have the publishing and the know-how of what works in the mobile space how like how can we make our our IP, our catalog, our portfolio work in that same space. And I, I think they have a lot to learn from one another because I think this is a direction that gaming is going in general. Mm-hmm. Um, just like always on the go, you always have your device, your phone, your this, your that. Um, and yeah, I mean, there will be some of it that is not for me because I think I'm... I think I agree with you, Alan, that I kind of want to just be at home when I play my games and use my big TV. But I know that that's not always an option for everyone. So yeah, um, it's it's the same reason why, like for me, for me, the switch is like like play wherever you go. Like that's why that that commercial tagline doesn't work for me because again, we've had the switch since launch day, and we only like I only ever play it at home. Alan ain't going nowhere. Stay it right nowhere. here. <laughs> Indeed, good stuff. Um, well, yeah, we'll we'll have to see what comes of that down the road. Um, what happens with Zynga? Bazinga! Great. That that's the first them. thing I thought of when you said Zynga. I just I immediately Bazinga. heard the Bazinga, Bazinga <laughs> in my head. There you go. Uh, moving on to number four, Halo Infinite Store is getting some changes starting this week uh, on Tuesday, to be exact, which is when this podcast will be live. Uh, let's see. These are we're pulling up some tweets here from uh, Jerry Hook, uh, who is the head of design at 343, uh, and he is tweeting out. We've been monitoring the discussions uh, on the on the shop bundles and pricing closely since launch using data and community feedback we're going to begin rolling out changes to how we package and price items in the halo infinite uh in halo infinite and it all starts next week starting tuesday the shop experience will vary week to week we are focused on reducing pricing across the board providing stronger values in our bundles, starting to put individual items outside of bundles and more. We will be trying new things throughout the rest of the season so that we can continue to learn and improve for the future. Please keep the feedback coming during this process. And I hope to see you all next week for the Cyber Showdown event. Calvin, 
Have you been playing a lot of Halo Infinite's multiplayer? Yes, I am a huge Halo fan. I have been since 2004 when the second one came out. Got the first one the summer. And then after that summer, it was November. November 9th, I believe, was what it was. Halo 2 came out. It was a great day for the world. But I've been a Halo fan since. And I've been playing a shit ton of Halo. My friends are going deep in the paint. We're getting competitive. We're getting sweaty. Kicking ass, taking names. Getting the dubs. Uh, But a lot of people, including a lot of my friends have not been happy with the shop just because we have we don't play Fortnite or Apex. But when we look at the comparison of how they run their battle pass, how they sell their skins, how that's all being monetized, it's a lot more consumer friendly. Whereas Halo, it's like, oh, here's this really cool like skin. And then here's like some basically it copied onto your weapon. It copied onto your vehicle. So you're basically buying the same thing four times for like 20 bucks. And the real kick in the knees is some of these armors were ones that were previously available through unlock in past games. You just had to maybe hit a certain level, maybe do a certain achievement in the campaign or in multiplayer, mm. and now you have to buy them. And it's just, it's been frustrating. So, to, but I think the good thing about 343 is that they are listening. They are making changes. Uh, I know they just did a hot fix for the big team battle mode. Basically, there's an issue that you would not spawn in when you queued up with friends, you would not be in that same squad of four. You might be like three out of four or two out of four, but like you'd be with some randos. You'd still be on the same team. You just wouldn't be with your squad, but they are like, hey, we know this was an issue. We fixed it. So clearly 343 is listening. And I'm very excited to see like what those updates mean. Are those $20 amounts going to 10? Are they going to 15? Like what does that price reduction look like? And, you know, I, I really can't wait to see what this game looks like um after season one just because i know they had to launch it put what they had out and season two they're gonna really really rework the kinks into a better experience i think for players cool cool yeah i've i i haven't dived into the multiplayer yet uh but i have uh halo downloaded on my, my xbox i played through the campaign i liked it well enough i am excited to like keep going back in and when co-op is finally a thing like i'm more of that single like story player uh Mm -hmm. story mode um but yeah so i I, i'm glad to have you on the show this week to help explain this because from everything we know with halo's kind of trajectory over the past decade like 343 kind of has their back to the wall it feels like they really need to make this special um and i i hope they get on this fast and and can can make it uh worth people's while well as a uh as a person who has played the halo infinite multiplayer with my friend lissa once with bots to learn how to play Ah, and so you're an expert okay and played one multiplayer match with a bunch of people who were destroying us because lissa was struggling that day and i'm obviously a complete noob uh i obviously know how (laughs) the halo shop is so i can elaborate that uh, they need it needs improvement so I- there you there you go so so with your expertise alan yeah uh yeah. It, it would, would 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 you say these bundles uh should 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 they be broken up in into uh th- should, should there be more skins on the I, shop should we see more skin from master chief should he be running I, around the game naked I can't I can't give you too much of an input on that one. All I can say is when I was uh, scrolling through the shop, I saw a really sick looking dark blue armor that was locked. Lissa told me I couldn't get that one because it's locked. 
I got upset, said, that's fine. I don't want it. And uh, <laughs> honestly, we need to like they should they should put in uh, an armor sort of kind of like Marvel Spider-Man where Peter's just in the mask and the underwear. This Master Chief in his, I assume, <laughs> camo underwear and just yeah. the helmet. I, I mean, I'm assuming because Master Chief's normally green. I, I assume he rocks the camo underwear. I, I would assume too. I, I'm, I don't, I can't confirm this, but I have a really good, like, hunch. That's what he wears. I mean, did you read the yeah. books, Alan? Because that's that's part of the lore. Oh no! Well, I mean, it's not. It's, but <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's part of, it's in part Hunt of the, the Truth, season one, episode five, he goes into. <laughs> well, actually, Calvin, you look like a fool because in the chapter two of the lore book, you find out that Master Chief actually wears camo socks too. Oh, just saying. There you go. Nesting dolls saying, Master Chief Booba is going to steal my views on Twitch. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's been confirmed. Yeah. That's a scientific fact. It's well, the Booba, <laughs> it's the Booba and the Bulge, actually. It's going to steal the views from everybody. There you go. There you go. Oh, well. But, but, but yeah, so in, in all seriousness, like, is, is this their first time addressing the store? Have they been uh, up, like, doing smaller fixes? show this stuff do you know have, have, have you been following the, the store that closely i have yeah uh this is the first time they've said like hey here's actual changes coming it's been we've heard your feedback we're listening that kind of thing it hasn't been directly here are changes coming to the store here gotcha. are okay. here's here's a, here's a game plan of when to expect this kind of thing gotcha. this is the first okay. concrete cool. Good. feedback Good stuff. Good for three, four, three. Hopefully it works out because um, they they need all the wins they can get with Halo. I, I mean, to be honest, I think they're on to something, right? Like they're they're getting there, it's especially once it, you know, once they start thinking about DLC and expansions and stuff like that. Like this, this game, I think, has some legs uh, underneath it that they can do some stuff with. But uh yeah, I, I I think especially the way they treat multiplayer and the store and just the economy and how they keep people coming back and how transparent they are with mm -hmm. all that stuff will make it or break it. So, yeah, there you go. That's kind of all the big news uh, for this week. That's video games. The videos have been gamed. Uh, so we are going to go on to our new and notable section. All right. So we got a, got a small little list here. First up, we've got Nobody Saves the World releases for the Series X, S, and the One and PC on January 18th. I actually learned this yesterday morning, but River City Girls comes out for the PlayStation 5 on January 18th. So I guess I, I get this to play one the game specifically again. for you. Yeah, I get to play it again. Uh, after that, Rainbow Six Extraction comes out for pretty much everything, even Stadia. So it's it's on everything except except the Switch. January twentieth. Well, and it's not coming out for you know older not coming out for the SNES. Uh, Windjammers <laughs> two comes out for PlayStation Five four. Uh, same thing, everything except for the Switch on January twentieth. That one actually is out on the Switch. Windjammers oh. two will be yeah, on the, the Switch. Oh. Kirby and the Forgotten Land finally got a release date of March 25th. What is it? Hey. The Kirby Mario Odyssey game that looks that's what my friend told me. Yeah. Yeah, man. And last up, Stalker 2, the heart of Chernobyl 
got delayed to December 8th. Man, that's a long time from now. That's almost the entire year. When was that supposed to come out originally? Was it next month or something? Was it, was I don't pretty know. Closer? I think it was closer. Um, ah. I know they just they did have the whole thing with the NFTs that they were going <laughs> to do. And then they walked it back when ev- when everyone was like, hell no, we don't want that. Um, I, I don't April know 28th. if that April tw- 28th. Yeah. So, so that yeah, is I just, just right that. down the road here. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if the NFT thing, them taking that out of the game had anything to do with this. I don't know. I don't think so, but we'll see. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, there you go. Games coming out. Uh, J- J- January is usually slow, but I think the the one to, one to be excited about is Rainbow Six Extraction, uh, especially since that's going to be on Game Pass day one too. So, yep. Which will so that was that was that. all of your it's that was good... all of the new and notable games. So like usually or like usual. Doing new and notable is now old and noted. There we go. Uh, since Gino and Ignacio are not here, Calvin, you're going to be taking over our lightning round. Uh, so let's go straight into that one. Take it away, Calvin. All right. So we have, is it Storm or Stormy Reed? Storm Reed? Storm Reed, who is previously Storm, known yeah. on the shows like Euphoria, which I haven't seen. Um, has been cast as Riley in HBO's The Last of Us show. Now, someone correct me. Was Riley in the DLC for Last of Us, or was she in the main story? It's been a while since I played. Uh, I believe she Riley was in, was the, in DLC. the DLC. She was the fr- she okay. was the friend and love interest yep. of Ellie. Right. So that'd be, that's cool that they're pulling in DLC characters for the show. Uh, oh, yeah. We also have an unfortunate one: football legend John Madden. Passed away at the end of two, uh, 2021. He was 85 years old when he passed. The namesake of the Madden games. I'm not a Madden fan, but it's a name that you know. It's a name that you know. So I actually did not know that name. I did not know that. Really? I, yeah, I did not. John you Madden was a real all, person? All football games were just named <laughs> Yeah, I did football. not know that the series was named after a guy named John Madden. Like, I don't know yeah, anything yep. sports, so I did not. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah, he was pretty prominent in, in the football world. So they're like, hey, video games. And the last <laughs> one, I'm actually going to make a correction to it. It says Ubisoft is coming to Game Pass. That's actually not correct. Ubisoft oh, Plus okay. is coming to Xbox, but it is not on go. Game Pass. Um, I know we talked about Rainbow Six Extraction coming to Game Pass day one, but there is speculation that because Rainbow Six is coming to Game Pass, Ubisoft Plus could come later. Ubisoft did a gotcha. statement saying they were like, it's not, no, we're putting Ubisoft Plus on Xbox. So you can still access everything if you pay a separate separate sub, but it's not bundled like EA Play. Maybe later. Gotcha. Maybe, okay. maybe, maybe later, but not now. Gotcha. 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 Well, thank you for the correction then. But uh, yeah, it, it looks like they are hoping to bring more Ubisoft games to Xbox Game Pass, uh, but they're, they're, they're kicking things off with Rainbow Six Extraction. Are are you guys interested in that one at all? I am. I, I I haven't played Rainbow Six Siege. I know it takes the operators from that game and puts you in a PvE environment. But it's on Game Pass, and I have a couple of friends that played Siege, so I think I'm going to check it out just to see what it's all about. Yeah, I'm. it's not necessarily my style of game, but again, on Game Pass. So it's just like, I. who knows? Maybe I will. One week, I'll just be like, you know what? Why not? 
Rainbow Six, I, let's go. I've I've actually like suddenly fallen off Ubisoft games. I all, a lot of their open world games. I mean, I'm I'm not big into like the shooter games of Ubisoft, anyways. But like their open world games, I used to play. But they're all just they're too samey for me anymore. Like I can't. I still never played Immortals Phoenix Rising. So I was like, uh, oh, just another open world game. I was like, I I can't. Understandable, understandable. That's a okay. Well, that kind of wraps us up for everything uh, for this podcast. So there you go. The first normal show of 2022. Thank you to Calvin for jo- joining us on the show. Coming in clutch with all that Halo news there. That Halo it was a really sweet, good sweet Halo lore about what kind of underwear Master Ch- Ch- so- Ch- Chief. Where's sometimes that? I boot up. Sometimes I boot up Discord and I see Calvin's on. And what does it say underneath his name? Playing Halo Infinite. There you go. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, well, we like to end the show by asking what we are excited for coming up. Uh, so this week, Calvin, what are you excited for? What do you hope? Like, what g- 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 games are you hoping to dive back into? Is there something else outside of g- g- gaming that you're excited about? What are you looking forward to? this next week definitely looking forward to more yakuza and looking forward to putting out hopefully more tiktoks if there's more news stories that's really what it depends on but that's what january is a little slow yeah normally yeah Yeah. so good stuff there alan what are you excited about well i'm actually excited to start playing as i mentioned the beginning inspector waffles uh to make a video of my thoughts on that game and even despite playing some easy platinums, I've been finishing a lot of my backlog, so I hopefully can can keep making a dent in that. And granted, it's slow but steady, but I am closing that gap in my trophy level to Greg. Oh, okay. Well, like you said, the uh, long way is Alan's way, or whatever yeah. the hell you said. <laughs> not, I'm not in on this. I don't want that smoke from Greg Miller. I saw what the happened long, to Gino. It's, no, it's the no. it's the long road, and again. And again, I've played some easy platinums. My friend got them for me. They were free. You gotta play them. Again, some t- like, like I don't know why Greg God. doesn't play mobile games. He's paying to win. I'm, I'm not about that life. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so. uh, I am excited uh, to finally get to see this finale for Yellow Jackets. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, like I mentioned, also excited to finish pokemon brilliant diamonds because i'm looking forward to pokemon avocado or whatever the hell it's called um that's gonna be Afri- a uh, po- fun one i i actually fact check it it's pokemon aphrodisiac <laughs> okay i don't think that's where <laughs> you eat for everyone <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a different website you're on alan way to eat for explicit. that might be a different website <laughs> oh okay okay <laughs> Man, uh, yeah, and then um, what else was I excited about? So I, since I do have uh, the brand new Xbox, uh, I downloaded Hades uh, again. I was playing that on my PC, but my save doesn't transfer uh, since I had that on the Epic Store. So I started from scratch, uh, and I think just throughout the year, I might just do a like run here, a run there, play it the whole year. So. You look like you're about I, to say something. I, yeah, I actually just remembered a fun fact I learned yesterday, too. My okay. friend taught me that if you booted up a game on PlayStation and the trophy list went into your list, but you didn't earn a single trophy in it, 
you can actually delete it from your list. Okay, there you go. So would that help you in in your no 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 extended race against no you only told me that because Amy booted up Death Stranding and Skyrim on my account, so the trophy list popped up, but she plays it on hers. So she actually and I hated seeing the zero percent on mine, so I deleted it, and now my list just reads straight one hundreds, and I'm like, yeah, balling, balling again. There you go. Cool. Good stuff. Uh, Calvin, where can the people find you on the internet? Pretty much at AmazeHobbs on anything. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok. Uh, I'm, I'm everywhere. Everywhere and anywhere at AmazeHobbs is where you will find me. There you go. And Alan, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me making random tweets or replies to people at Twitter at Alan Busby. And I guess keep an eye on the YouTube channel for when I make the occasional video of talking about a game that I played at YouTube.com slash Land Donut. There's two D's. I made that name a long time ago, so I can't change it. So there you go. It would Good be stuff. something different, but it's not. Good stuff. Uh, if you guys want to fo- if you guys want to follow me, I'm at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. If you guys want to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we are doing here at the Whatnots, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, subscribe. You guys know the deal with that. Uh, I'm, you know, we're on pretty much everything, kind of, including like Bumble and Game Pass and all that stuff. You know, that's where you can find us. Uh, so go do all of that. Uh, Alan is messing with his hair. I don't understand what he's I think it's doing a fashion here. Experiment. Yeah, uh, yeah. Look, it's man. It's a phase. T- taking my glasses <laughs> off really fucked up my vision. Like all of a sudden, it was like normally. Oh, hey, how's it going? Take glasses off. I, uh... Oh wow. You guys can also find us on TikTok at the Whatnots, where we're starting to put up some stuff. Uh, so go follow us there as well. But yeah, uh, this has been number one hundred and two of Crossplay, and you have been played. Bye, guys. I thought I thought Gino said it was cross. Bye. That's his thing. I'm doing my own thing. He's not here. He's dead. He got mauled by porcupines. So, oh well.